0: And we're here to take you back Back to your Twilight (laughs) phase. This week, we read chapters 14 and 15. Uh, Let me tell you, they weren't a doozy,
1: but it was a good time. (laughs) Um, Nothing, no plot happens, but it was great stuff. Um, I'm going to do the rundown. It's going to take two seconds. They drive home from the meadow. They talk at Bella's house. They sleep together in her bed, Ooh, and la, la. then Bella gets to meet the rest of the Cullens for the first time, and we learn a little bit about the Cullens. And that's it, but don't worry, we have plenty to get through.
2: Yeah, there's a lot to say. That was like 20 seconds. By the way.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have... A correction from last week <gasps> or the week before? Yeah. we. Well, I guess it's not a correction. It's just, like, more. We were talking about what the original title was. <gasps> oh,
1: right. I figured it out. It's <gasps> on the internet. This, that's not a correction. That's just You're, you actually did homework. It's a follow-up. Wow. It's an addendum. It's a follow-up.
0: It's the... I'm trying to think of something fun and, like, alliterative. It's the addendum... Activity time. No. What? <laughs> um, like for a segment?
2: Yeah, Addendum Edition. It's the Addendum Edition. <laughs> Thanks, out, Thanks, Wow! I can't believe I just did that.
0: So, in today's episode of Addendum Edition,
2: <laughs>
0: I found Ste- like Stephanie Meyer has facts on her website. Of and course, she
1: does. As
0: a teenager, I read those just like constantly. I printed
1: them she out. She answered like a lot of like deep cut. <laughs> Stop. why did you print them? <laughs> I also printed them. I had a binder that I took to yeah, see. Printed? I
0: also put fan fiction in the binder. Oh yes. wait, wait, <laughs> where I is the binder? Folder. Back home someplace. Oh my god, you have I a twilight it. folder. And it was one of those binders where you could write on the cover and yes. erase it with a special pen. Oh, so sorry. I would like like redecorate it like all oh. the time. And it always like said that it was my twilight binder, right. but exactly the look of it changed. Like was there anything it. else in it?
2: I had sketches of what? Your own I sketches? Yes. That's incredible. Of course. I
1: was one of those weirdo middle schoolers who just like thought she could draw things. You mean an average great yeah. killing at middle school. A weirdo
2: middle schooler.
0: <laughs> Remember how much time we used to have? <laughs> get out of school
1: at three
0: and even if you were working on homework all night you somehow still found a time to, to read like read
1: fan fiction and
0: print it out and draw <laughs> pictures of it i felt like i was always doing homework to like 1 a.m but i was also always reading twilight fan fiction so how does that stack up
2: also i was definitely only doing homework for like an hour a day
1: even though like- i feel like Oh, I had so much homework. I, had so much I might homework. be remembering it I, wrong.
2: I feel like we feel like we had so much homework. Right, but, but it was let's like think about our math, math now. Right. <laughs> anyway, as a teenager, I
0: knew all this information oh, right. but I gave up, <laughs> and I forgot it. And yeah, the definitely. original title, would you like to hazard a <gasps> guess?
2: Um,
1: it's terrible. It's Forks.
2: Oh, I didn't know that!
1: Forks. It's literally just Forks. It was Forks. I wish that you could see my face. Um, okay, okay. I'll describe it. I'll draw so, it. <laughs> Olivia's eyes
0: are very squinty. Her nose <laughs> is up. Her lips are like pulled in towards her teeth. And her mouth is open in horror. You it's, do have a double it's, chin. It's
1: Oh, it's thanks, like... <laughs> Melissa, for mentioning that one crucial detail. It just
0: really highlights it's how a mix of
1: disgust and yeah. horror. And her
0: ponytail is swaying
1: in a way that <laughs> indicates... The same. <laughs> um, that's a terrible title. It's a terrible title. Because nobody has heard of the place called Forks. So, you so you'd be like, of, is, is this a fork? A... Like, what
2: the fuck is this about, Forks?
1: Yeah, bad.
0: At best, you know I what? Would think maybe it's a psychic thing, like spoons.
1: What I really want to <laughs> know is who changed it. Did her agent change it, or is this beautiful contribution that her editor made? to this project.
2: Also, we can never meet the editor of this
1: book. Oh, I feel terrible. I know. We're, like, in this industry. Yeah, we could absolutely
2: meet her. Yeah, it's,
1: like, very... I, for the record, I don't know who it is, so... I looked it it up
0: recently and felt so guilty (laughs) that I, like, forgot her. You forgot immediately. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But later on when we discuss, I have another theory deposit about the editor of this book. Love it. Can't wait to get to it. Yeah. Let's get started. So we start out, and they're driving back. They have just had that disastrous kiss, uh, and Bella is saying that Edward is just, like, such a good driver. He doesn't even have to look at the road.
1: Oh, that's not how driving works. Yeah, absolutely that's not how good outrageous.
0: driving
2: works. Okay, but he's holding her hand beautifully. Great point. <laughs> I do
1: have very strong memories of being driven around in my high school boyfriend's car. Like, that was, like... Some of the only time that we were like alone. Driving it felt very in High cool. school
2: was an event into itself.
1: Yeah, it was oh very for cool. sure. And we do make fun so much of how much she talks about the cars. Yeah, um but cars were... are appealing.
2: Yeah. I mean I will say that one of the major things I remember about a high school crush of mine was continually dropping hints that I needed rides places. <laughs> So and, that would drive me places. Yeah, and he yeah. did occasionally drive me places, I think because I was so goddamn annoying. Yeah. And, I mean, I never actually, nothing ever actually happened with this person. Hi, Brendan Polly, if you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How you know. Fine. I'm going to uh, look him up and send us
0: to him. Like, hey, He's you're going to shout now, out. But um, you don't know what
2: episode it is, so you have to listen to it. But I definitely tried to get him to drive me places, and it worked one percent of the
0: time he was probably like why does this girl
2: never arrange any <laughs> transportation i had a car <laughs> i literally had not a car convincing. and a license not so. convincing well
1: thank I goodness want to talk more about that later. <laughs> okay <laughs> thank goodness edward has a car and can drive he looks super cool he doesn't even have to look where he's going
0: but in this moment he is driving bella's car in the future, when we have hella listeners, they'll write in and be like, uh, technically, he was driving Bella's car that time. <laughs> so,
2: can we block Brandon Polly from listening to this? No, nope. Because now I'm like, no, he's invited. Nope. Okay, yeah. okay, just, hi. Hi, Brandon.
1: Um, okay. So, we start to hear a little bit about, um, Edward starts to talk about his family and what they are actually like. And I noticed that he claims that the younger we pretend to be, the longer we can stay in any given place, which makes no sense to me, because if you're adults, you can live somewhere as long as you want. What? And, like, they're 17. Like, they can pull off being ad- legally adults.
0: That's a great point, because, like,
1: if you are an adult,
0: you're not Nobody cares changing. how aging you are.
1: Nobody like, cares that you're not aging.
0: Yeah, like, you age as an adult, but, like, so if you're slower. there like 10 years, it's so different from like a 15 year old turning into not a 25-year-old. looking like a
1: 25 year old.
2: It's, yeah, it's way more noticeable if someone you knew initially at 17, like five years later, still looks exactly like they did at 17.
1: Right. And they like show up and like stretch it and pretend to be 14 and then you know. don't age for five years. And yeah. again, just like. I liked high school fine, but I'm going to continue to talk about how I wouldn't want to do it over and over again. (laughs) I agree. And
0: I think we need to talk about, like, what do they get out of this experience? Like, why... Yeah.
1: Like, sometimes... A bad time. Rose and Emmett get to live alone together in a house as adults. That sounds hella better than going to high school for the 18th time with your siblings.
0: Like, why can't they just say that they're homeschooled?
1: Yes, that that is the other obvious solution here. And I think the answer is that Bella would not have met them. Well, yeah. And I think that's it.
0: (laughs) I can think of a million ways to, like, throw them together. Like, Bella has to drop something off at the station for Charlie and, like, Edward is there for some reason. Okay, and they, I mean, but how do we get biology
2: class, done?
1: We would have other
2: great
0: scenes. <laughs> it's a small town. They run into each other at the carnival. Yeah, Think whatever. Think how fun that would
2: have been. Orch doesn't have a carnival. It
1: could. it might. It could. There, Actually, are, there are, I are ways around... Is. That problem that don't involve okay, immortal mortal vampires retaking high school. I over do and think
2: Oregon. we have to then think about the fact that this would need to be written by a different person because we literally <laughs> get an entire page where Bella's eating cereal. <laughs> then I chewed. Then I chewed again. Then I chewed. Again. She had more
0: milk. I swallowed. I chewed again. Then I
1: drank straight from the curtain.
0: <laughs> She's a sicko. She does use a glass later on in these chapters and I was really proud of her.
1: Wow, This is also, like, Bella asks so few questions. That's true. Like, she starts to ask questions in this section now, and I'm like, oh, thank God we're, like, finding out good information.
0: Yeah, she asks Edward, how old are you? Yeah. We learn that he was born in Chicago in 1901, and Bella has to, like, school her face because she's like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Wow, I'm really facing the reality of what's happening here. She hasn't asked that yet.
2: Right, I, I was very surprised that we we're on page 287, and we're only just now getting Bella asking, like, how old he is. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Edward
0: tells her that human memories fade, mm-hmm. and that, to me, is one of the saddest aspects about being a vampire. So many of my fan fictions that I read <laughs> were about them, like, trying to remember their old families really? and lives.
1: Well, I could see, like, if you become immortal, it just, like... If pales it a blip. in comparison right. to the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I always felt that.
0: like Edward needed just, like, a little bit more appreciation for his birth family. Like, yeah. you had, like, parents who loved you, and that, like, we think. Who also conveniently died. died
1: which, again, I mean, Carlisle does Well, that's does why. It, picks people right. on purpose. Like, people who can leave behind their lives easily. Which we also learn right here.
0: But even if Edward just had, like, a little line. Like, you know, these are what my parents were like, and part of me does miss them, but also it was a really it's long time It's hard to ago, remember yeah.
1: them. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I just, like, always really, really wanted a stronger sense of them from him, and it was mm-hmm. frustrating to not get it. hmm So, authors out there, write more satisfying books, and maybe <laughs> people won't have to turn to fan fiction.
1: Just kidding. We're pro-fan fiction. Um, Bella also says that she suppress she actively su- suppresses her curiosity. Like, why is she doing that? Yeah. It's like if, like if I, if I were Edward. Rude. Right. But like if I were Edward, it, like this is the first human that he gets to, that he has decided gets to know all this stuff. I would, it would be cool. I'd be blabbing. Yeah. Even
0: outside of that, it's your girlfriend.
1: Yeah. And they've like decided that they are technically going Not to be yet. in love forever and ever and ever, they're already both decided, oh, well, they Yes, they both
2: decided, but they don't establish that they're like boyfriend girlfriend.
1: No, but they have established that it's okay if they tell other people that they're secretly dating. Right.
2: <laughs> it just seems
1: like yeah, he should want her to be curious. Right. I mean, I guess you're like a, you know, you don't want like a total dump of information all at one time, but we're on page 288. Maybe? Yeah, it's time.
2: Maybe Bella subconsciously thinks that
1: more information will make it harder for her to stick to her decision. Right, which is also like bad well, yes. to me. Like you should, you should want more information right before you make your decision. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's just how I live my life. <laughs> Rationally.
0: <laughs> then Bella asks yet another question. It's like a second or third question. <laughs> Uh, she asks how Emmett and rosalie entered the family uh carlisle saves rosalie next we learn in a later book about that and it's super badass she kills her rapist and all his friends uh and then there's this great moment where she is out hunting in the woods and she finds Emmett, and a bear is about to kill him uh and she carries him back to carlisle because she doesn't think he that she can turn him into a vampire herself without losing control and killing him. And I know that vampires are strong, but Emmett is ginormous. So huge. (laughs) And just that image.
1: It is a fun image.
0: Like, even if she can lift that amount of weight, it's so unworthy. Where do you put it? Where do you put it? How
1: do you carry it? I have so many questions. It's like, okay, this is a really random reference, but there's a scene in the original Beauty and the Beast where, oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. go out, and she's, like, attacked by wolves, and the beast saves her. And then it cuts to the beast on the horse, and right. she's, like, leading them back. And the one time I watched I was just like, wait, 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 wait. How <laughs> did she get him up on the horse?
2: Oh. <laughs> the Olivia, horse. you ask important questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen that movie
0: too many times. <laughs> and Olivia knows a lot about horses, so she knows <laughs> that a horse would not enjoy
1: that. Would not help. The horse yeah. would not be helping.
0: <laughs> then we learn that Alice can see the future. Yes! The future is subjective, so as people's okay, choices appreciate. change... Yes. Yeah, I like that too, not because hard fast. it's more narratively interesting. Right. Yes. If she and saw the future and you couldn't change it, it's like,
2: well... Right. We don't have a story. I did. Okay, so I did read a, a book once. It was about someone who could tell the future, but literally it was set in stone, mm-hmm. and so she would see what would happen in the future, like someone would die, and then her trying to prevent it is what caused the person to die. And right, like, and "Oh, always well, how that works. And she was like, oh, i do nothing. And then her doing nothing is what caused the person to die. And so right. literally, it was the most frustrating book I've ever read in my right. entire life. It's kind of the That's So Raven model, because in That's So Raven,
0: oh, yeah, the right. future is set in stone. She can't change it, but she can change she it tries tries every try, time.
1: But that's humorous yeah. because we all know it's not going to work.
2: (laughs) But, like, literally regardless of whether or not she tries to or not, what she sees is going to happen. So I'm like, why are we even... Yeah, what's even the point? Why are we paying attention to this? So Stephanie Meyer, great narrative
0: choice there. I like it. Then we learn that Jasper has a more nuanced power, which is that he can kind of gently manipulate the emotions of people around him. So if you're really anxious, he can kind of chill you out. If uh, you're super chill, he can, like, get you ready to go. And I was trying to think, like, what would I do if I had Jasper's power? And I think that I would use it to get people to get places on time. (laughs) Ooh, wow.
1: Like like, like give them some hurry up?
0: Yeah. Like, like, you need a little bit of restlessness. (laughs) You're too comfy and we're
1: running late. Ooh, I don't know what I would use it for. I would just use it to make people love me more. Yep, that tracks. <laughs> Melissa,
0: who could love you more?
1: Than they already do.
2: I mean, we're no all fun. maxed out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it usually takes a while for that to happen.
1: Ooh, it would be useful for making people less annoyed at me when I'm like way too intense and annoying. What? That. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have certainly never seen that side of you. Whoa! <laughs> well, yeah, I'm when I'm just like well. way too like need something to be a certain way. Of the three of us, I think that you are the one
0: least likely to be too intense.
1: Wow, I just, like, suppress it all inwards, I guess. You do a great job at it. Yeah. I I don't, like, to me, intensity is not, like, loudness. Like, I'm never loud. But, like, sometimes I just, like, want other people to be doing not what they're doing at the moment. My
0: therapist is always telling me that I can't control other people. That's And true. I'm always telling her, but I know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good therapist, Maya. <laughs> she, she's great. <laughs> but I'm like, sometimes I'm just right, though. <laughs> uh, we learn that we don't know where Alice came from. Right. We yeah, get, like, remains, a true mystery. Remains a mystery. And it's kind of frustrating because later it's just solved. Like, they don't try to figure it out. They don't, like, go on a quest to uncover this mystery. They don't go, like, try to, okay, Alice, where did you wake
1: up? Right. Let's start there. Wait, why don't
2: I remember I this? don't
1: remember the answer either, and it's probably because the main character had no agency in discovering the answer. That's what I out. Because I don't remember the answer either.
0: Do you want me to tell you the answer, yeah. or do you want
2: to wait? No, I want to know the answer.
1: So at the
0: very end, uh, you find out from the hunter of of Twilight. Twilight. You find out from the hunter, James, that he, like, had someone that he, like, wanted that, like, escaped from him. Um, And it was, he, like, wanted Alice, and some, like, person protected her and turned her into a vampire. And oh. because she already had this, like, precognition, she was in, like, basically, like, an insane asylum. Right. Uh, I and remember she was always kept in the dark, and that's why she doesn't have memories from before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't okay, think yeah. that is
1: 100% correct.
0: Says <laughs> <laughs> as we read, we'll get the actual story. But that's where Alice comes from. Right. She was, like, in an institution. But, but we don't know who the, the
1: person dark. was. We don't learn who the person was, do we?
0: The person who saved her? Yeah. No. Hmm. It was like a person who worked there.
1: Hmm.
0: Like a vampire who worked there. Hmm. Well, that's frustrating. And then James killed that vampire. And Uh-oh. so that's why. So they just
1: don't show up here. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't wait till we get to James. But that's like such a cool mystery. Like where mm-hmm. did Alice come from? Mm-hmm. And we don't go on the journey at all. We're no. just told later. Oh, it's from there.
1: Yeah. That's why I forgot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not super satisfying
1: um can we get to the first time that we find out that edward goes to bella's room yeah heck yeah we can um yeah so he says that he just like chills and watches her do stuff and it's only because he was curious and bella goes you spied on me But somehow, I couldn't infuse my voice with the proper outrage. I I was flattered. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. In that moment, to be
0: clear, all she knows so far is that he spied on her, like, out and around her house. That's true. Not in her room. That's true. And it says he was unrepentant.
1: What else is there to do at night? Yeah. wrote
0: anything else.
1: He does not understand the consequences of his actions. And that people don't like to be watched when they don't know about it.
0: Yeah, it's just whatever you were doing at night before you met Bella.
1: <laughs> that's, that's what you that's could what be doing now. right now. And then she says, I let it go for the moment, and I wrote forever.
0: <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, she,
1: she's like, well, that's a hard pill to swallow. No, it's not. <laughs> but then they do talk about it more, and...
2: She says his name. Okay, this part I would have to skip. The secondhand embarrassment was too much. Let's Let's <laughs> read it.
1: I come
0: here almost every night.
1: I whirled, stunned. Why?
0: You're interesting when you sleep, he spoke matter-of-factly. You talk. No,
1: I (laughs) gasped, heat flooding my face all the way to my hairline. I gripped the kitchen counter for support. I knew I talked in my sleep, of course. My mother teased me about it. I hadn't thought it was something I needed to worry about here, though. His expression shifted instantly to chagrin. Are you very angry with me? That depends. I felt and sounded like I'd had the breath knocked out of me.
0: On, he urged.
1: What you heard, I
0: wailed. (laughs) Like, no. This is a fun moment. (laughs) Uh, So Bella's absolutely upset about the wrong thing. Yeah. She's embarrassed about what he heard as opposed to being upset that he was there. Inside her bedroom. Which is absolutely flouting common vampire lore that they need to be invited
1: in. I really wish that was a thing. I wonder if Stephanie so Meyer knew about. It. Just forgot about it. I mean, she pit, really picked and chose. Yes, um, deeply.
2: But also, I would like to highlight that when I was a teenager reading this, the part that I focused on was that she was saying his name. Right. <laughs> and he was there and heard it.
1: Yes, so that's mortifying. It's that funny. is mortifying. Like there is obviously like there's there's a line that this is obviously past. But like the other side of the line is like oh, they also think about you all the time. They also, like, stalked your Facebook. Like, that's kind of flattering. That's the, like, fun, appealing version, for right. sure. exactly. And it's just that he found the line and then ran really far across what, it. He did a big old vampire jump right across
0: <laughs> that line. Later on in the chapter, there's a moment where Edward is like, don't be embarrassed. If I could dream at all, I would dream about you, and I'm yeah. not ashamed of it. And as a teenager reading this, I was like, so nice! Yeah, and he just
1: like erases everything that is embarrassing about it.
0: Yeah, but looking back, it's like, no wonder she's dreaming about you. You're literally there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she can probably subconsciously sense you, since she's very attuned to (laughs) your location, and you show up in her room... And yeah, she dreams about you. You're there in her home. <laughs> so maybe all this evidence we're given that she's so in love with him through her dreams, because Bella's dreams are meant right. to be taken very seriously. Right. Maybe, like, we shouldn't be counting those since they're manipulated by his <laughs> literal
1: presence. Right, we don't know. Like, I've never, like, really worked out the timeline of...
0: I meant to go back and look it up, and I think that... It's very possible that he was there that first night. The first she... night that
1: I dreamed of Edward?
0: Yeah. I think he might
1: have been there. Right.
0: We could and go back and listen to him at then. They don't really,
1: it. like they don't really, um, we don't hear further on if Edward does have some kind of like mental effect on people. Like it's all true. we know right now is that he can't hear Bella's thoughts. But, like, he clearly has, like, mental energies. So, like, he could be affecting her somehow. Okay, so Maya was saying how Edward's presence could be affecting Bella, which makes sense because he has, like, mental energies. And just because he can't hear Bella's thoughts doesn't mean that his energy wouldn't work on her.
2: Mm, I don't know if I prescribed that.
1: I don't know that I buy it
0: when you say energies. But I definitely buy it when you just say the same thing but without that word.
1: <laughs> okay. Just why? like
0: oh his presence is like he's physically there. Like she can she, smell him. She can smell him. Also, like outside of like I don't know why I'm resistant to the word energies, but, like, you know, like, you kind of have that sixth sense of, like, oh, like, it's energies, <laughs> Yeah, right. that's
1: what energy is.
0: But when I say it, it sounds kooky. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and <laughs> in that moment where he's, like, don't be self-conscious, I wrote all-star vulnerability. Right. Because, like, that's what I think is so appealing and hooks you so much about this is, like, he is being vulnerable first.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's Only cool. because he Even forced though, her to be vulnerable.
1: Right. Well, he really flips it around. Like he is the one intruding on her space, but then at the end of this conversation, he's like comforting her. I don't mean just
0: in this just in this scene. I mean overall, mm-hmm. he's like very forthcoming. Yes. With vulnerability, yes, and it's like true. that you don't really find that as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: well, no, not, no at all. not at all. But
0: you're looking for it,
2: right?
1: Then, Which is why it's appealing, even though he's 100. Yeah, Like, you know what? Boys need more time. Maybe they need 100 years. I'm cool with that. Okay, you yeah, know, sure. like as a teenager, it's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe so long a 100-year-old
0: man is the mental equivalent <laughs> of a 17-year-old Bella Swan, who, as we know, is the mental equivalent actually... of a 40-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Charlie comes home, um, and Edward has to peace out. This
1: is an aside that Charlie comes in, while Bella is already eating her dinner, and then makes her get him lasagna for him. But like,
2: Charlie, get your
1: own lasagna. There's so
2: many things about this that <gasps> I did not like. We
0: know for a fact Bella made the lasagna. Yeah. He can at least pull it out of the fridge. Put it in the microwave He's yourself, Charlie. Complacent. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways,
1: that's an aside.
0: Hang on, this is a major moment. Then Bella fills two glasses. <laughs> with
1: You know what I was thinking? I'm sure you were focused on the fact that it was in a glass, but I was thinking about how, you know, there's like, there's those families that were like milk families. Yes, I thought about this too. Like there are families that drink milk at every single meal and it has to be a really tall glass. And there are families that just don't do that.
2: Okay, but that's my family.
1: You're a milk family? We're a milk
2: family. And isn't it hilarious I don't drink water? Have you ever broken a bone? No.
1: Wow. Maybe it works. Then again, I am not a milk family, and I also have not broken a bone.
0: I don't think it does work, because it made <laughs> you into a person that doesn't drink water. <laughs> and you does not need water. <laughs>
2: okay, you but need it. So- I am now, now that I am, you know, grown and I've seen the world, I... When reading this was like, wow, they do drink a lot of milk. But when <laughs> I was a teenager, it was just like, yeah.
1: Oh, it's just normal. It's just normal. It's just what you drink with dinner is right. a gigantic glass of like, milk. Like,
2: my dad buys a gallon of milk a week, and he drinks it entirely himself. Yeah. And whenever he visits me, he's like, where's your milk?
1: Yeah. No, my my one of my good friends growing up was <laughs> a milk family. <laughs> Maya's <is> horrified. <laughs> one of my good friends growing up, they were a milk family. There were only two children, And every time I went to their house, there were, like, minimum three gallons of milk in their fridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of milk that you get through. I drink as much milk
2: as I think some people drink
1: water. Do You still drink that much milk?
2: No, but I do still drink milk. (laughs) I will say
0: that my boyfriend's mom (laughs) did tell me one time that she was always buying milk when they were growing up because they, like, would not stop drinking milk. Milk family. And I'm, like, going through so many things. (laughs) also, listeners, I used to work at a summer camp, and it turns out that, like, by Kentucky law, you cannot deny a child milk at a school or a camp. Yeah. And somehow the kids figured this out, and the year that I was a crew leader, the crew, like, cleans up around camp and stuff, the year I was a crew leader, they kept going to the kitchen and drinking all the milk, and I, like, couldn't stop them, but it was, like, guys, you.
2: draining camp dry uh, <laughs> of milk. It's great. I love that bell. <laughs> anyway, so Bella obviously comes from a milk family. Or yep. Stephanie at least does.
1: Definitely. Stephanie's Stephanie definitely <laughs> from a milk family.
0: <laughs> okay, so Charlie is suspicious because Bella is acting very suspiciously. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm so sleepy, as she's like clearly keyed up and overwhelmed and excited. Um, and he's like, really? You don't seem sleepy? And she's like, no, I am. I'm super sleepy. I swear to God. I'm just, like, so sleepy. Oh, my God. Uh, so...
1: Okay, but I this entire
2: section was so weird, though.
1: Yeah, that like, that she insists that she's going to bed really early. Right. And like, then that
2: she insists that he's also being weird and that he's gonna check up on her at midnight. Right. Like, just and, go like,
1: hang out in your room alone like a normal teenager. Yeah, I, I was just like, why is there so much focus <laughs> on this? Like, Also... Like,
0: you're constantly doing homework, so just say you have homework, even yeah. if it's not
1: true. and she's actually not doing her homework. She should probably be doing more homework. Yeah. And your new vampire boyfriend who's over can hear people's thoughts. Yeah. You have a built-in, wor- and can hear, like, everything ever. I don't know if she know. does she know that yet? She has not yeah, been asking questions. No, I mean, <laughs> but she knows. But, like, she has a built-in alarm right. system right there.
2: And we already know that it works, because it works, Cause he like, just when you get yeah. Okay, but, like, we just, like, this continues throughout the chapter to yes. the point where you literally find out that Charlie, like, unhooked her battery in her car. Yeah, I didn't
1: understand that. It was to, to keep prevent her from leaving. To stop her from leaving? Like, yeah. that's not a Charlie move at all. No. He's Bella, so chill. Bella thinks that she's, that he thinks
0: that she's sneaking out, and she's right. He does think that. he Because she's, to, it. she's but because I th-
2: Yeah, but I think it's because she's being weird and thinking, I think this is all self- Oh yeah, right.
1: But it also doesn't make sense that Charlie did that because he actively wants her to have more of a social life. Right. Like he keeps asking, like, okay, so Bella goes upstairs. Edward is waiting in
0: her room. She somehow just doesn't notice that he's on her bed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. my
2: thought was that he wasn't there, and then when she went to go look, he did it like a really fast, speedy, like, right. Maybe I so. wasn't there. Now I am. Maybe. Uh, on the top of two ninety eight. So they're
0: talking because, you know. Bella's like, I need to shower, or whatever it is that she, if she says. a
2: human minute. Yeah. So cute.
0: I wrote a note. There is a real possibility they rushed the editing of this book. Yeah, maybe. What happens in publishing sometimes is that a, uh, like, buzzy acquisition will be made, so, like... A publishing house will buy a book, and it'll get a lot of attention, and the market will be really excited about it. And then you don't want the book to come out, like, four years later, because people won't be excited anymore. So it's like, okay, edit, edit, edit. Let's let's get this in stores as fast as possible.
1: And then that's still going to be, like,
0: a whole year. But do we just have process. a buzzy acquisition? I don't know. I don't know, but... That's just one guess. It could be that, you know, the publishing house was like, oh, we have a light fall list. We need more books. Yeah, we need
1: another book. Put that spooky one on it. Yeah, put that vamp-
0: <laughs> the vampire like, one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that
1: vampire one. Get it ready for October. Right, yeah, that's also possible. Or wow. maybe, you know, I mean, did I pick this book apart so much when I read it the first time? No. no. I sped through this thing. And it was like, yeah, whatever, cereal, okay. And then you just get past it.
2: It's true, but we, I think we also haven't really considered how long this book it's is. It's so long. For
1: how many Andy pages is it?
2: Um, was it at the time? Did.
1: Was it long at yeah, the time? I feel yeah, yeah, it was yeah. definitely long at the time, too. Maybe it was, it was longer. Yeah, but it was like it's Harry Potter. over 500 po- pages. But it was like Height of Harry Potter, which, which definitely pushed page counts longer, I think.
0: Angie you know, Thomas' The Hate You Give, which is a great book that fantastic. I recommend like they they rushed the editing of that book i'm not saying that it like affected it negatively or whatever but they bought it very quickly and then got it in stores so fast they rushed the editing of the book and it's a very long that's also a long book it's a very long book yeah so maybe tending a little long trending a little long is a sign of a shorter
1: editing process Yeah, that makes sense to me as an editor. Because the hardest part is accomplishing the same things in fewer words. Right. That is the hardest thing to do.
0: But it's so important.
1: It's so important. It's so important. Because otherwise you end up with like eight pages about eating cereal.
0: Thank you for all that you do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for helping us do it. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <Maya. laughs>
2: really appreciate it.
1: Um, this was definitely super exciting that they were, like, in her
2: room together. Um, I definitely think that as a teenager, I would have been, like, not able to function. <laughs> I would have been so goddamn nervous about, like, what are his expectations? What well, they I... talk about it okay, because yeah, still, in some ways they are mature. But they, like, They're getting very communicative. To that point, getting to that point, though, I think I would have peed my pants.
1: Um, and she, then you'd have to be like, oh, sorry, I need a human minute. <laughs> I peed. She takes a long shower, you know. She's freaking out also. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't I be actually,
0: freaking out immobily. This is interesting that this line stuck with me so long that she, like, wanted to shower quickly, but the hot water couldn't be rushed. Mm-hmm. I think about that almost every time I shower. Wow. I'm like, oh, really? the hot water, it can't be rushed. No. I cannot get out. I, I need to be here.
2: Fascinating. it? Yeah. <laughs> that
0: Okay, so... You go. Oh, I was just going to say she goes downstairs to show Charlie that her hair is wet so that he won't (laughs) think she's sneaking out. Once again, this is
2: absurd. She's being too
0: weird. She's being super weird. Uh, And then they're together, and they can just talk, and they have the whole night ahead of them. Um, And
1: they talk about how Edward says that it's easier mm -hmm. to be with her now and reveals that it's because... He was undecided right. previous to now, by which he means undecided about whether he would murder her. And he goes, I'm sorry about that. It was unforgivable for me to behave so in his like old-fashioned I don't mind. know if that's necessarily and what goes, that meant. she goes, not unforgivable.
2: What else could it mean? Undecided about what? I think, I think undecided about whether he was going to stay
1: and write and go to hell for this or to leave. No, because he says... You see I wasn't sure if I was strong enough. And while right. there and was still leave. that and while there was still that possibility that I might be dot 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 overcome, he breathed in the scent at my wrist. I was dot 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 susceptible to murdering her.
2: Right, but only because he was undecided. About so, murdering her. I'm just saying though that everything <laughs> in this book hinges on these characters just just fucking deciding. Right? Like <laughs> yeah, they yeah. Like Bella decided before she knew shit. Right, nothing has changed except they've literally just decided Decided. that they're going to do this
0: and now, right, it's what they're doing. I think that you can give him a tiny, tiny, tiny bit smidge more (laughs) leeway (laughs) in that, not that like I was undecided whether or not I was going to kill you but undecided whether or not I was capable of resisting. I know I don't want to. That's true. uh, But I didn't know if I was, like, able. Right. Right. And
2: all it took was deciding. And he literally, yeah, he says, until I made up my mind that I was strong enough. Right. It literally has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not he is physically strong enough. He just decided he was, and then he he was. was, Yeah. Believe in yourselves, readers. (laughs) The title of the chapter is Mind Over Matter, and that's honestly my takeaway from the whole book.
0: Right. Okay, so then he talks about watching her sleep, and he says, the first night I came here, I wrestled all night while watching you sleep with the chasm between what I knew was right, moral, ethical, and what I wanted. And I wrote, oh my God. Because (laughs) literally, you're sitting there thinking about the difference between right and wrong, and it doesn't occur
1: to you, maybe it's wrong (laughs) for me to be here at all. (laughs) Good point, Maya. What, what the fuck, Edward? 303,
0: 303 in the
1: middle. 303 in the middle. Um, Yeah, I was ruminating while this was all happening that I think the appealing part of this is that Bella didn't even know any of this was happening. Like, she was just living her normal little life, being herself, and Edward was, like, falling deeply right. in love with her in spite of himself. This
2: was... Also contributing to my complexes of, oh my god, how many
1: boys are like
2: in love with me, and I just don't know
1: it. Trying to climb in my window.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) If you're actually in like a
0: real relationship with someone, then this is like, like extremely sweet. Like my boyfriend tells me that I'm a sleep hugger. This has been. <laughs> this has been confirmed by my best friend who I've shared you know shared like many a bed with through the years. Um they both say I will roll over in my sleep, hug them, and then like roll back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. I love that about you. And
0: it's like that's like a very like nice thing to hear about yourself with like someone that you already care about. And I feel like Bella Bella's skipping the point where like they should have built up to it. She's right. just like, oh, like the way you're describing this is, like, sweet.
1: Right, but she hasn't experienced it yet. Because yeah. she doesn't know that they have slept in the same right. room together. Or that she has slept in a room where Edward is because he doesn't sleep.
0: This right. this is the moment where I wrote, maybe she always dreams of him because he's always fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe if you left for a week, yeah. gave her time to chill out a bit on you, um, she'd dream of, you know, greenness again. Okay, then Edward says that Mike Newton is vile, which is extremely oh, rude. Poor Mike.
1: He's like, very jealous. This is also, like, a certain amount of jealousy is so flattering, and then it just gets really bad. Yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, then we
0: find out that Rosalie was like, hopefully intended up. to fall in love with Edward. <gasps> which I also hate. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: just like... Kind of weird, like we asked you to join our family hopefully so that you would become a companion for another member of our family, right? <laughs> uh, and this is a really
0: great moment because Bella is like, Oh, how can I compete? and Edward's like, There's no competition. I did my research, you guys. <laughs> so, one of the facts on Stephanie Meyer's website is readers were like okay so why
1: are why are people interested in Bella
0: though because <laughs> she says no one wanted her in Arizona and like she looks yeah the same. we talked
1: so much about this yeah, yeah. so
0: like yeah. why does anyone want to date her in Forks and Stephanie Meyer who as we know looks a lot like Bella <laughs> long brown hair a hard-shaped face all of that khaki clothes pale yeah Apparently, she grew up in Arizona. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Yeah, and she was, like, not particularly desired. And then she went to school someplace else, and she was like, in Arizona, I was surrounded by Barbies, and I was, like, a six. And then I went away to college, and suddenly I was an eight because I was surrounded by
1: average people. <laughs> oh my God. So... It's just like you were talking about going to California. It is like that. Yeah.
0: So it really is just... Self-insert in many ways. <laughs> oh my God. Stephanie Meyer was like, I lived this, and we all take elements of our lives of and put them into our work. But in this case, it really is just so egregious because they look the same. It was from her dream where she says it was Bella,
1: but we know it was probably her. My least favorite thing that she added to this book is the amount of people in this book that are named after people in her family, but it's like weird right. matchups. Yeah. Like, I think she has a brother named Jacob. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate (laughs) that.
0: A thing that I don't like on this page is that Edward is talking about how he, like, hasn't dated before. And he says, For almost 90 years I've walked among my kind and yours, all the time thinking I was complete in myself, not realizing what I was seeking, And I wrote, nope. You were
1: a whole person. Yeah, I, I was like, you already are complete. Yeah, and there's... you're flawed, but you're done. <laughs> you're complete. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of focus on needing a romantic partner, right? Another half. Very deeply, right? there's a lot of that.
0: Yeah, and we don't, we don't need that. Wait, then there's a great moment where Edward is like. You smell like lavender and I'm like that's what you want to eat so bad. That's what I, I love I eating saying, lavender. Uh,
2: <gasps> lavender what? flavored things are my favorite. Actually, wild.
1: One, maybe that is a subconscious takeaway from oh this my book. God. I really <laughs> maybe. I I found what I wanted to add to what we were just talking about much later on. Um, Edward expresses that Esme, their mom, had the same fear for him. Um that she also was, like, desperate for him to have a partner and that she was afraid that there was something missing from his essential makeup. I also like that. Hey, yeah, guess what? It. Asexuals are great. What page is that? That's I, oh, here it is. 327. 327. Yeah, it's that's actually
0: my worst sentence, so I'm just going to read it now. Uh, All this time she's been worried about me, afraid that there was something missing from my essential makeup that I was too young when Carlisle changed me. She's ecstatic, so ecstatic that they're together, and this was my worst sentence because I was just like essential, like yeah, ow,
1: yeah. People without partners are awesome, whether they want partners or don't even want romantic partners. Fuck that shit. And the idea that that that's related to
0: his age, right? At seventeen, you can't know
1: yourself or i thought maybe this was like oh like his horn he hadn't been through puberty enough so he wasn't like romantically interested in people yet and it's like and that there's something wrong with him then like he seems to have the appearance of a fairly adult man
0: so that can't be the case right so i just didn't like that yeah Yeah, absolutely uh then bella says you know, it's so, like, cool that you guys try not to kill people, but I just don't know why you bother. <laughs> uh, not much to say there. I just wrote, what the fuck?
1: I no, okay, but I sort of relate to that. It's like, you know, I don't, like, blame carnivores for eating other animals. Right. If that makes sense. Right. I actually and have my thinking, best sentence in here. She's thinking of it in sort of that biological way, like... I just don't see how you can, like,
0: divorce the humanity from it. Like, mm-hmm. like... You can't blame a lion for eating a person, but, like... The lion, lion has never been a healer. Yeah. Right, but that's the, lion is, the thing lion isn't, here. like, sentient in the same way. Right.
2: Right, but he literally says, but you see, just because we've been dealt a certain hand, it doesn't mean that we can't choose to ri- rise above mm-hmm. to conquer the boundaries of a destiny that none of us wanted. What a lion. Right, to try to retain whatever essential humanity we have, we can. So, like, he talks about how, like, they're really more akin to animals, like, with their carnivorous eating tendencies but like that they're choosing as good vampires to remember humanity
0: yeah but Bella initially like doesn't understand why and it's just like Bella if you know that they can survive off of animals why would you find it acceptable for them to eat people
1: instead why would you be like why bother it's because people are people Bella yeah you sicko i do find it interesting uh maya is the only vegetarian in our group like literal vegetarian i don't eat i don't eat the
0: animals (laughs) i do eat their byproducts like (laughs) jesus okay and then they talk about evolution versus creation i think that they should do some kind of like scientific investigation like how are their cells different? Yeah. Right.
1: There's got to be someone doing vampire science. I want to know about okay. it.
2: Yeah. Um. Remember how I told you to freaking read History of Witches?
1: No. I don't remember that because I gave I'm you a the book.
2: friend. And I gave you the book. And a bad person. A Discovery of
1: Witches? Yes. Sorry.
2: Okay. History. There is a book, History. Anyway.
1: Yes. I remember you telling discovery me to read witches, A Discovery of Witches. They fucking talk about this shit. What like actual science? Yeah, yeah. I'll work on it. You didn't read the last book I gave to you. What was the last book you gave to me? That history of actual witches in America.
2: I tried reading it though, and I didn't like it. So it's a little different. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Olivia's a bad person.
0: God. (laughs) How dare she? God.
1: Um, Bella continues to suppress her curiosity, and she she just says. I had to be good. I didn't want to make this any harder for him than it already was. Just, like, have needs, Bella. It's okay. She is the biggest martyr. Yeah.
0: But then she does ask uh, if Rosalie and Emmett fuck. uh,
1: (laughs) Not in so many words. No, I want to say exactly how many words (laughs) she used because it's really weird. It's so weird. You said that Rosalie and Emmett will get married soon. Is that marriage the same as it is for humans. <laughs> that is how Bella chooses to ask if Edward if vampires have sex, which like duh, obviously. And <laughs> how to like bring up the topic to Dermot. find out about Edward Edward's past. Like Melod. the Mormon jumps out on this page. It's like just like uh, only being able to talk about sex in terms of marriage is the most Christian thing I've ever read in my life. Oh
0: yeah. It really, really <laughs> deeply is. Like when do, when does Bella think that that marriage, like, wears off? Uh, it's like, okay, so they're always getting remarried. <laughs> so is Bella like, oh, well, they're going to get married again next year, so right now they can't do it.
1: They're <laughs> not re-remarried. There's just, like, a lot of ways to awkwardly bring up what your partner has done and not done, and this is the weirdest way I've right. ever seen.
2: But we do get established that they are both
1: virgins.
0: Hang on, hang
2: and,
1: on. And Edward knows what she's talking about.
0: Imagine Bella like off at college with someone asking if they are a virgin or not, and she's like,
2: Have you ever been married? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but my one of my favorite lines is when Edward's like, have you ever? dot 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 he trailed off suggestively.
1: He's fucking a hundred years old and he can hear everybody's thoughts.
2: Like <laughs> A
0: little less shame. Also, what's the opposite of a virgin? A virgin out! <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this I whole like chapter that. is very like first, it's very like um, focused on like virginality in lots of different, act- like they've never felt this way before, right. they haven't kissed, they haven't done that. Mutual no, they, virginality. Right, yeah. And like, that's why you, a virgin, have to find another
2: virgin. Right. <laughs> uh, and Edward is very clear. He's like,
0: no, we can't do that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: I would murder you probably because you're just so fragile
1: and breakable. <laughs> I also said, um, he says, I don't think that that would be possible for us. And he doesn't say it. And I was like, what, marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said anything about having sex with <laughs> <laughs> one, away, Good one, Olivia. Nobody has said anything about
0: sex. He could even discuss it without like a long pause and saying that. He could just say, "I don't think we could do hey, that." Can we count? Can we count how
2: many ellipses are used?
1: Oh, so many, so many on oh, this page. Oh, through these whole three pages, they just are so, so, so hesitant. They're so to speak. awkward. They uh, do
0: deserve each other. I believe it. I, I ship it. I ship it, even though it's bad and it's wrong, and he is controlling. She's. She's deeply on board. You know what? I ship it. They're equally weird. Right.
1: She she has agency here. She's deciding. Yeah, but then he asks... She she went into the woods. But then he asks if she's scared, and she actively suppresses all of her fear until she can say, No, I'm fine. Great
0: point. Great point. Uh, And then, keeping in line with their grand tradition of being shockingly vulnerable with each other, Bella asks... Do you find me attractive (laughs) that way? Can you imagine? I
1: can never imagine asking a boy as a teenager that. And then he rumbles her hair. (laughs) Least sexy choice.
2: Okay, like, I do, really, I feel like as a teenager, I would have voluntarily stabbed myself <laughs> in the heart rather than ever ask a boy that I liked this question. <laughs> and I'm, then follow it by a hair rumble? Oh, God. You'd feel
0: rejected. But even <laughs> though his answer is yes, he says, I may not be human, but I am a man, even though his answer is yes, you still feel rejected. Oh, a so hair that's a
2: stupid question. I am a man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: when... When I was in college, I was on a satire news show and I went to a women's college. And so, something that people say to you when you're at a women's college is like, Oh, aren't you scared you're gonna forget how to talk to boys? And I thought that was a stupid question. Because it was. Because it's very (laughs) stupid. So, for one of my segments, I went to like a neighboring college that had boys and I just like spoke to boys. (laughs) Look, guys, I can, oh, no, I've forgotten. And I like would like go up to these men and be like, um, do, do you think I'm cute? And <laughs> just, like, put my mic in their oh face. Oh, my God. Uh, or, like, um, can I just, like, like, can you, like, put out your arm and I'll just, like, hang from it? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I see you have a guitar. Um, will you teach me Wonderwall? Uh, and then I'd have them grade me on how, how I did talking to them. That's beautiful. Can wow. we bring that somewhere? What? Like, where It's your online. Insists? You can find
1: it. Okay. What incredible yeah. vulnerability for the sake of comedy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did not get good grades.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. Um, one guy, when I said, do you think I'm cute? He said, yeah, you're right.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was like, thanks.
0: <laughs> and then finally, an hour in, we reach chapter 15, The Cullens. <laughs> Which, honestly, is going to go pretty quick because less stuff happens
1: um Bella is very surprised by herself at the beginning here she's more keyed up than she usually is she's a lot more expressive and excited about things and I can see the appeal of this you know like on one level it might be kind of scary to not recognize your own reactions but as somebody who also acted like a 40 year old sometimes it was exciting to have something new be happening and to not know what to expect from yourself this is a moment
0: where you kind of understand why Bella cares about Edward more than other moments
1: where you're like, oh, why are you with
0: Because <laughs> it's like, you really feel her joy. Edward, you stayed. I rejoiced and thoughtlessly threw myself across the room and into his lap. Like, Stephanie Meyer does a great job getting you into her emotions in this moment. And mm-hmm. she's like so happy in such a pure way. And it's very fun to read.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's finally not um, censoring herself. Yeah, her reactions. Even though she does that a lot with Edward, right? She now, suppresses all of her feelings. Mm-hmm.
0: Now the walls are down. Mm-hmm. So she takes a shower, and then uh, we find out that in her sleep, she told Edward that she loved him, and she's like, "Uh, that's old news."
2: Right? She says you knew that already, but I would like to point out that no one ever yeah. actually said this. No, yeah.
1: they just yeah, they really fast forward this, and I find it strange that. She says it again. It's like the choice is taken away from her. Like she right. says it when she does not actively choose to say it. Right, and, and then it's he true. And say she's back. She's okay with it, but it just sort of happens. And yeah, instead of saying it back, he says something. He like you are he my says life now. Fast forwards to a million and says you are my life now,
2: which, which is like, also whoa. yeah. I, whoa! How many icons did you put that doesn't, one on? Doesn't. Doesn't.
1: I mean, a lot.
2: <laughs> but doesn't equal
0: love no it's true that's not necessarily like like what love obsession
2: like this book was my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) twilight is my life now that's an episode title without your
1: choice then
2: bella has like a
0: weird joke that i like still don't fully understand he says breakfast time to be like "Oh, oh i bet you're hungry this is hilarious and she like pretends <laughs> that she thinks that he's
2: going to eat her. I, I thought guess. this was very insensitive. It's <laughs> funny. I, I'm just like, I was but like, like, that was
1: really mean.
0: <laughs> like he knows,
1: like you guys are past it. Right. That's why it's funny. Like it wouldn't have been funny if she'd done it two days ago because he was undecided. <laughs> but now he has proclaimed that everything's fine and he's not going to murder her. So then she, like, lightens the mood by joking about him murdering her. Great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it's a good dynamic. I'm just saying it's a funny joke. <laughs> then they go
0: downstairs. She has breakfast. Uh, she does not mention how she drinks her milk. So. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Uh and then we find out that Edward's family took bets on oh, whether yeah. or not he was going to yeah. kill her the day before. Uh, and he says, at any rate, we don't have secrets in the family. It's not really feasible, what with my mind reading and Alice reading the future. Uh, does that mean that every single step of the way, it's page 316 in the middle, they like all know what happens. Like, yeah, I spoke to Bella at biology today. <laughs> Oh yeah, I am invited. We
2: talked about our
1: marriage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's well, too open. They, no, need, they need secrets. Edward is kind of the only one. Well, but Alice can see his future based on his decisions. So I guess he doesn't really have secrets either. He,
0: but she only she doesn't know like every single little thing no. that's gonna happen. No,
2: right. Definitely Edward Definitely. has the most secrets. Of the yeah, family. out of everybody. He knows sure. everybody
1: else's secrets.
0: Although, at the same time, it seems like everyone else is pretty good at controlling their thoughts around him.
1: Right, that w- that's That's true. so impossible. That become-
2: Yeah, but they're vampires. <sighs> <laughs> Everything they do is impossible. <laughs>
0: Edward says, introduce me to your dad. And she's like, oh, I don't feel like it. No, um, and then they
2: use the word boyfriend. Yeah. Yes, that's the important part.
0: This is a very relatable line. I suppressed my internal cringing at the thought of Edward and Charlie and the word boyfriend all in the same room <laughs> at the same <laughs> time. Well, Bella, that you too. A, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah.
2: See our last episode when we find out about Maya's own personal boyfriend family <laughs> drama. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's dramatic. That's true, there's nothing there.
0: Yeah, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> uh then we come to a great moment. They've decided that they're gonna go meet the Collins and Bella is trying to decide what to wear. Ugh. Tumblr, are you ready?
2: Melissa, do you wanna read it? Yeah I do! Okay. She says, I ended up in my only skirt. Long, khaki, colored, still casual. I emphasize colored because it is not actually khaki. It's not khaki. Yeah. It's not khaki, tumbler. Khaki. Colored. That means Why beige. don't just call it? Yeah, it's brown. Like <laughs> it's a beige skirt. Anyway, but it's specifically khaki. Color has to be khaki colored. Tumblr I mean, loves to be like. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. So I put on the dark blue blouse he'd once complimented. A quick glance in the mirror told me my hair was entirely impossible, so I pulled it back into a ponytail. Tumblr
0: loves to make fun of this outfit, imagining her in like a long, like Amish khaki skirt (laughs) and a blue blouse. But like, she's just in like a floor length beige skirt that could be a cute material.
2: We don't
1: know. Mm, Floor length beige skirt. Can you imagine a cute version of a floor length beige skirt? It's a maxi skirt. I would totally wear that though.
2: I would not wear a khaki floor length skirt, but if it's khaki colored, i.e., beige beige, beige. <laughs> I also, would wear that.
0: long doesn't have to mean floor length. It no, could be, like, I don't just think it's below floor the knee. Yeah. Like,
2: oh yeah, if it's like, ugh, below the knee, but like, yeah, at the shin, no,
0: no. But like, it, there is, I'm sure, at least one long khaki colored casual skirt out there that's actually cute. I guess. And you pair it
1: with like, a fun blue top. <laughs> it's not a fun blue top, it's a dark blue blouse. Okay, but you're right. he complimented it once, which is very relatable because that, oh, yeah. you always remember that. And oh, wear that yeah. that stuff more.
2: I Definitely. counted every single time I wore a blouse that someone... Blouse. I mean, I don't know what kind of clothing item it was. <laughs> but every single time someone complimented it, I'd be like, okay, I wore it on Monday, and now I can wear it again
1: next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reason this gets so much flack is because she, like, skips downstairs and is like, okay, I'm decent, and he goes... Wrong again. You are utterly indecent. No one should look so tempting. It's not fair. <laughs> which is just, like, I think that's the point, that, like, she's wearing just, like, normal-ass clothes. Right. And he's, like, oh, just, like, overcome. You're the most beautiful. Right, which is, like, why it's so fun. But then you think about the khaki skirt too much. But, like, the fact that he called her indecent. Sorry.
2: like, and he's like, you're indecent. <laughs> I <laughs> just think it's wrong
0: for us to make fun of this normal outfit so much, right. and yet there's no discourse online <laughs> about Edward's sleeveless collared
1: button no. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. That's misogyny. <laughs> and then they kiss, and Bella faints.
0: She oh, collapses.
1: Yeah. She straight up falls on the ground.
0: Let me tell you what? guys,
1: I've never just forgotten to breathe. <laughs> is, like, is it just me, or is that weird? No, it's, it's weird. very weird. <laughs> it's, like, supposed to be how she's, like, so overcome and overwhelmed, right. but it's just strange.
0: Yeah. Bella needs just to, like, she needs... A little bit of shame <laughs> like she needs to try to play it a little cooler she doesn't
1: play it cool yeah but she's kind of like, cute she doesn't play it I cool I like that she doesn't play it cool
0: yeah I like it in general but like the secondhand embarrassment is too strong for me <laughs> oh yeah I'm I had it. to skip a lot of parts in this section <laughs> a teenager. I think it's no like way. revolutionary and wonderful to like have a character who truly has no chill <laughs> like I do enjoy that But it's
1: like, oh, geez. But she faints. You you don't need to faint here. I do want to say, like, the first time you do something is not always the best time. It's like usually, not. Yeah. The first first time I'll be downhill. She fainted. Like that's not that's not fun. (laughs)
0: Actually, the first time she attacked him. She attacked him. The second time she fainted. Better or worse, who's to say? So they get in the car, they drive out to Edward's house, it's a nice house. It's a very nice house. I
2: don't understand what this house is supposed to look like, though. I feel like the movie did a decent job of this house. Because I don't know if I just skipped over this. The movie doesn't look like this description. Because they say that the house was like probably 100 years old.
1: True. The house and yeah, the movie is a lot more like it's like modern. modern. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. And this
0: one is like big and square and white with a wraparound porch. True, 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 true. Right. So
2: they describe it as this really old, like, beautiful house, but then the interior is super modern. Yeah. And so makes sense. The whole back wall has been turned into glass. Like Like, I don't know. These just combination of like an entirely glass wall, with, with like. A on the back of your old house. Pal- pal- right. Pal- I, I don't know. I thought it was really weird. I imagine it. I like it.
0: They go inside, and Edward's parents are like hilariously staged. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like, standing
1: there waiting yeah. for them.
0: And, you know, since they're vampires, you know that they've just like been there. They weren't doing for like stuff before. 10
1: minutes just standing right. there.
0: Yeah, just waiting, posed. Yeah. Uh, and then. Bella makes this stupid comparison about meeting Esme. She says that it was like meeting a fairy tale, Snow White, in the flesh. Esme does not look like Snow White. (laughs) Esme has brown hair. Snow White has... Well, Esme has long brown hair. Snow White, in the Disney film, which we know
2: that's what Bella is referencing, has short. short. Too literal.
1: Esme's like pale, pale, pale She's super white. I think that's what she's trying to say. (laughs)
2: And I, she's
0: like elegant and perfect. I think it's a bad job.
2: Okay, but I did want to talk about how weird they are. Um, oh, they're all so weird. They're so weird. Just like in what they say. But it's
1: like cute, weird, mostly. Okay,
2: but like, Carlo, Esme, Edward's voice broke the short silence. This is Bella. You're very welcome, Bella. <laughs> like, well, what? He's, what does that mean? <laughs> you're very it's welcome. Like you're, restrained. you're very
1: welcome here, you know. Uh,
2: she didn't say thank you. Like, I don't know. And then later, later down on in the next paragraph, you know, Esme finally says first thing, and she just says, it's very nice to know you.
1: Like, they're old school. No, they're all, like, 100 sister. years. Well, they're all, like, 100 years old.
2: Okay, Actually, I did it's know
1: weird. it's very interesting that Carlisle, we find out, is, like, super, super old. I don't remember the math, yes, like, 300. He's, like, 300. 300 years old. And all of the, but all of the rest of them are, like, less than 100 years old. So he was alone for a long time. For a very
0: long time. We don't know how long he was with the Voltori. Right. Uh, but we don't have a reason to think that he spent, like, decades with them. Yeah. Uh, so Alice and Jasper show up. Alice is very enthusiastic about meeting Bella. Jasper's, you know, hanging back, which is good, because he does try to eat her in book two. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then Edward... Reveals that well as my reveals that Edward is musical and they like slowly just like fade out as he plays
1: the piano for her. Or quickly fade out. I, I don't really know. Definitely had a thing for piano players. Like I thought it was very like elegant and you mature. So much of the musicians, yeah, and it, it now to be a boyfriend thing. is a musician. Yeah, that's true. That did happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wrote our theme music.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: You, you guys. Full so. circle can never break up, one, (laughs) it'd be sad, and two, it'd be like, oh, would it be weird to use the theme music? Uh, Nah. 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 As long as we keep crediting him. Okay. Not that I want to break up. Yeah, not that you want to break up. (laughs) No, I don't. No, we we like Adrian. He's a good time. He's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And he plays music. So... Then we find out that Rosalie is jealous of Bella being a human. That's not super relevant right now, but it's more relevant
2: later in the series. We I really appreciate that though now mm-hmm. when I didn't as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I was like, what an idiot wouldn't want to be a vampire. Right. And I thought like, Rosalie was so annoying. I was like, look, you get what you get when you don't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rosalie I think is very quickly becoming my favorite character now, right. Where before I really, really didn't like her. Yeah. Um. And reversely, I loved Alice as a teenager, and I'm finding her very annoying now.
0: Yeah, Alice and Edward both are super annoying in these books. <laughs> like right. I, I, I'm still team Edward. Right. So I, I gotta admit it. But like Al, I don't understand why Alice and Bella are friends. But Alice All is their so enthusiastic. Fun times are off the page. Yes. like we get we this don't. moment here where it's like, oh, they're so happy to meet each other. But like them enjoying each other,
2: we don't see it. No, the we page. don't. See but that. like, truly, when I read Alice now, like it just feels very performatively enthusiastic, which is I related to a lot in high school. You know, as I tried to be like, I'm quirky <laughs> and fun. Uh, <laughs> and but perfect. now I'm reading it and I'm like, okay, but who are
0: you really? Right. <laughs> Uh, we get an important bit of plot development in this chapter, which is very exciting because that hasn't happened uh, (laughs) before. Uh, Actually, we got a little bit of plot earlier when we found out that uh, Jacob's dad, Billy, still believes in vampires. Mm -hmm. Right, Um, that was a whole podcast episode ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So now we get a little bit more plot, which is that there are other vampires coming to town. And Edward says... I'm going to be a little overbearingly protective over the next few days or weeks, and I wouldn't want you to think I'm naturally a tyrant. Even though he is. Yeah, he absolutely is. Um, And also, that's what she wants. So this is very convenient for him, because it allows him to cover his natural (laughs) tendencies. Um, Bella is so moved by Edward's piano playing and the lullaby that he composed for her. That she cries about it, little crybaby. <laughs> uh, and then Edward tastes her tear,
1: so yeah. Edward is also gross, and they <laughs> belong together. This is my worst sentence. <laughs> um, I don't even really have to read it. It's just the fact that he Tasted. tastes yeah. her tear, which I guess is like I don't know. Like he hasn't cried in a hundred years, so it's like he just intriguing. Wants to know everything
2: but about her.
1: the weirdest thing to me is that. She looks at him questioningly and then they just move on. Yeah. That's
0: oh, it. Yeah. No
1: comment. She's not like, how is it?
0: How was it though? You want more of those? More where that came from. <laughs> uh he's giving her a tour of the house. They come across this like old cross that hung in like the church where Carlyle's dad was a preacher. And That was in the 1640s, and we learn that Carlisle was born in the 1640s in London, uh, and his dad was a pastor, and his dad was, like, very anti-vampire, and so Carlisle was as well. And Carlisle led, like, this hunt against vampires, and one turned on him and was going to kill him, but then turned away to defend himself and killed those guys and, like, carried one of them off eat them and Carlisle was left behind and that's how he was turned into a vampire so
1: we get an origin story here at 23 years old which means that we have people younger than us pretending well like not to pretending be like a father just alive. like being right. father figures to 17 year olds which as a teenager was normal yeah it made so much sense like yeah he's old and now <laughs> I'm 26 and I'm like 23 right. also 23 <laughs> right we were like daddy oh like,
2: uh, <laughs> we were though speak for yourself i mean he was a hot dad (laughs) he is a hot dad he's definitely a hot dad because he's 23 i
0: know he's a child (laughs) like a 23 year old some of them could pass as 17 yeah absolutely
1: 17 year olds and 23 year olds are like depending on the person you be either right yeah absolutely so this little section is the beginning
0: of a really boring part about learning more about like Carlisle's backstory, <laughs> which is the next chapter. But you know, fair enough. Uh, and then Edward says, "I expect you have a few more questions for me," which is surprising because Bella typically <laughs> doesn't does have not that many a- ask any questions. <laughs> uh, not a great end to a chapter. There's no reason for you to keep turning pages. He says, come on then, I'll show you. There's not like a button, there's not a little bit of a... No, true. Uh, there's nothing to make you turn that page, but you know what? You're already emotionally invested, right. so you right. know. Um, so
1: I already read my worst sentence. If we turn to best sentence, worst sentence. Absolutely. Um, what's everybody else's worst sentence? I, I already read so mine. It know. was
0: the essential makeup right. sentence. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Do you want to um. actually
1: read your sentence since you didn't read it? You just described Oh, it? I didn't read it. He lifted his finger, examining the drop of moisture, broodingly. Then, so quickly, I couldn't be positive that he really did, he put his finger to his mouth to taste it. That's so nasty. He's a
0: Gross. sicko. That's worse than drinking blood.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, my worst sentences, sentence is on 306, and it's just a weird, really weird analogy. Um, he says... Nobella says, I thought you were desensitized. And Edward says... Just because I'm resisting the wine doesn't mean I can't appreciate the bouquet. That feels like a really weird mixed analogy to me. I was like, what? No, the bouquet of the wine. No, the bouquet of the wine. That's a thing. Oh, that's a thing. That's the way that the wine smells. I was like, no one's talking about flowers here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it is still like, you are Wine. And I'm going oh, to yeah, smell it I, yeah. and then not drink it, because that's a normal right. thing I still that do. am really
2: over the food analogies yeah. with this woman that you're in love with. But and,
1: like... legally, Edward
0: is not old enough to
1: drink, so <laughs> how
0: does
2: he even
1: know about this stuff? That's true. Didn't, okay, wait. Um, isn't one of the questions that Stephanie answered in that long, giant thing about whether they can get drunk? I didn't read all of it. I feel like the yeah, answer Yeah, she is does. No. Yeah, no. So
0: lame.
2: Yeah, they can't even have a good time. Okay, wait. I now want to bring up what my second worst sentence was. Ooh.
1: Uh,
2: My second worst sentence was uh, on page 297, um, and it was when he scares her in her room, and he says, or it describes, then he leaned forward and reached out with his long arms to pick me up, gripping the tops of my arms like I was a toddler. Hate
1: it. (laughs) I oh, was like, we definitely don't need no, to make any more child comparisons There's a here. lot of those. I I, even, know. I skipped over a time when he tugs her ponytail. Oh, yeah. Which is also But, very like, this is, like, verbatim, like I like was a toddler. toddler. It's gross.
2: Ugh. I was like, let's please not do that anymore. Uh, Maya, how about your best sentence? Uh, it's
0: on page 321, which is also the page where he pulls at the end of her ponytail. <laughs> uh, so they have just arrived at the Collins's house. And Bella's describing, like, the meadow that it takes place in. The gloom of the forest didn't relent, though, for there were six primordial cedars that shaded an entire acre with their vast sweep of branches. The trees held their protecting shadow right up to the walls of the house that rose among them, making obsolete the deep porch that wrapped around the first story. I feel like I see these trees so well. I feel like I totally want to, like, go there, I want to sit on that porch in the shade of these trees. They're, like, protecting shadow that, like, you know, gives you this sense that, like, this truly is where the Cullens are safest, and it helps you understand why it's so important to them to stay in Forks. This is, like, more than a house. It really is, like, a shelter, a safety, a home.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Um, I... Sorry, I had a thing to say and then I ran out of the thing. Yeah, beauty just, like, takes that in oh. your head. <laughs> um, yeah, we have definitely established that Stephanie is good at description. Um, my best sentence is also sort of a more description-y phrase. It goes back to that line about the shower that you like, um, that the hot water couldn't be rushed. Right after that, she says, the familiar smell of my shampoo made me feel like I might be the same person I had been this morning, which I think is just such a sensory... I like that sentence
2: a lot. Of like That's a way a really that good sentence.
1: a way that you felt before, sort of like the the visceral feeling of smelling your own shampoo, right? And like the idea that her entire life has changed, but but here's one touchstone right. to right. to her normal life.
0: I don't know. It makes me think of like how I felt like my first few weeks of college. How like every moment just right. felt like more important or like when I moved to New York and every moment I was like so aware like oh I'm living in New York okay I'm getting onto a subway I I get on subways now Mm -hmm. oh
2: I'm going back into like my apartment oh weird I have an apartment Mm -hmm. right and it's the idea that like these things literally make you a different person Mm -hmm. yeah where like she's also kind of fighting against saying like oh I smell my shampoo maybe I'm not a totally different person because a part of you wants to be that person that you were before Even
0: if these are welcome changes, you don't want to say goodbye to that old self.
1: Well, and also there are pieces of the self that you bring with you. You're not a completely new person.
0: What a fucking great sentence. It's a great sentence. Great job, Stephanie. Uh, Really really makes up for all those shitty I already
2: (laughs) read my my best sentence, but I can read it again. Um, But you see, just because we've been dealt a certain hand, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we can't choose to rise above to conquer the boundaries of a destiny that none of us wanted, Mm -hmm. to try to retain whatever essential humanity we can. And I was like, I feel like we should all aspire for that regardless of whether or not we drink blood or not. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely.
1: A little better every day. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Next week. Monica, are you still out there? (laughs) We hope you're still here, Monica. (laughs) For our next episode, we'll be reading chapters 16 through 18. Please tell your friends, rate us, subscribe so that you'll know about our new episodes and all that jazz. Thanks for listening. Yeah, if you
0: want us to love you as much as we now love Monica, (laughs) you can send us an email at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. We are also twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta, and you can find us on Tumblr at TwilightPhasePodcast.tumblr.com. Disclaimer. We own nothing. The Twilight universe and all the characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Maya Marlette. That's funny because I don't know how to audio edit. I just do my best. (laughs) Cover image by Laura Schirmer. Our theme music, how do I say it? Laura. Cover image by Laura Sherman. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, <laughs> you can bite. <laughs>